If you knew you were starting a business that would generate you $1 million per year, how much would you be willing to invest today? Travis Ferris is a real estate entrepreneur, sales coach, team leader, public speaker, and community builder. He's done the work with over $500 million in total sales. Now he's welcoming you to the table. But make sure you're ready. The coffee is for closers only. The mindset's the one thing that's going to keep you going. Coffee for Closers is powered by Collab Agents. Here's your host, Travis Ferris. All right, listeners, welcome to Coffee for Closers powered by Collab Agents. Uh, You guys know what the show is. It's about bringing in just titans of the industry, uh, people just doing life regardless of its sales or just building businesses at a higher level um, and people just making waves and just being their absolute best. So um, I'm super excited to bring on a special guest today. Uh, We have an absolute lady leader uh, she, we're going to hear her story, where she's from, what she's been doing, but we have a number one, Lee Ann Horosky on the show today, which we're super excited. So thank you so much, Leanne, for giving us the time and coming and pouring into our listeners. Thank you so much, Travis, for having me. And I'm really excited. And um, thank you so much, um, everyone. And I hope with this discussion, you will learn something. hundred uh, percent. I should, I know we do. So we're going to dive into some things, but I mean, just a little intro because uh, I, I know Leanne's pretty humble and she won't she won't say it. Uh, she came from like, you know, a lot of us came from nothing and built something. Leanne came to Hawaii, not from Hawaii, uh, actually from the Philippines originally, correct? And yeah. built built a company and a team. Uh, literally, she sold, you know, almost 150 deals last year and over 100 million in sales. And that's out of Hawaii. And if you know Hawaii, that is an insane amount of real estate to be doing on an island. Um, and she's absolutely just been on a trajectory of just upwards momentum, constantly building, expanding, which we're, we're going to, again, dive into uh, some of these expansion plans. Um, but again, without further ado, you know, thanks again for coming on. And let's hit, like, just hit it right away. So a lady in the industry in sales, you, you came from nothing, came here, built up a, a team, you know, you actually ran your own brokerage and, you know, we're here some transition, but how is literally running one of Hawaii's top teams as a lady in the sales industry? Like, what is that like for you? What, what ups and downs and, and obstacles have you faced and, and had to kind of overcome? Let me tell you, Travis, it is not easy. It not, it's not easy. And it's so easy to have a kind of perception about the social media nowadays, we're showing all the good stuff, but there's so many behind the scene that a lot of um, people are not aware of. Uh, definitely with being a female, it does, uh, you know, impact uh, in some ways um, how to run a uh, top, you know, agents. Um, finding the right team is really important and finding the right people that fit in with the culture and mission and vision that you want to deliver. Um, Running a brokerage firm, there's a lot of backend that definitely needed to, it's not just about, uh, you know, production. You you need to have the, the system, you need to have a structure and finding the right platforms and CRMs for it because it's not just about working Hard, but balancing it with working smarter. In that way, we can see the result and the production that we wanted to, to attain. Um, there's a lot of ups and downs, 
um, every, um, you know, downside or I would say uh, obstacles and challenges that you are facing, it comes with the lesson. And you have to appreciate that. And I'm a type of person that I love the process. I just don't like to get that success right away without getting through that process because that's how you build a character, such character that will bring you with this core that whatever real estate market cycle that you will be in, you will have understanding that, okay, you know what? There are markets within markets. I was there before and I will figure it out. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, we always we always know that human beings and people are the other side of this. So um, you know, when you're running teams and you're managing people, you know, you have to build culture, you have to build a community, you have to build an environment that people want to be a part of and help you grow. Um, so a lot of times I'll use the word like crush, you know, crush numbers and stuff like that. In in stats or in sales, it's a very tangible number to say, hey, I did, you know, X amount. So a lot of times we use that as a little bit of a measure, but like run us through your day in terms of like, whether it's managing people. Um, I know you actually just popped from a team meeting into this. Um, you know, run us through like waking up and and what it looks like to either set up sales pipeline or managing the agents to step up and be their best self. Like run us kind of through that daily process that you have of hitting these numbers that you've hit. Absolutely. So the first thing is creating a daily routine. You mentioned that it's really important time management, time blocking. So I need to be in bed by 11 because I should know I'm not that young anymore. And um, <laughs> I have to get up 5.30 in order to have a me time. I need to work out. I love working out for me. Is, uh, it does help my mindset. And uh, at the end of the day, it's all about mindset. And if you have that time for yourself, you will be able to, um, you know, face in whatever you needed to face in on the day. But in the morning, I do a uh, telemarketing on my own, even though I have top agents and we teach them about self-conversion. We have a platform for it. Um, we actually have every Thursday a power hour. We call it power hour. We connect. We all connect and just converting clients or helping connecting with public and consumers where we can step in and help them. So that's what we do for three hours every Thursday. Uh, but I have my own, right? So uh, checking emails and then, you know, running the team. Basically, you have to make sure that each one of your um, agents, you are, you know, there for them. So I check on them, especially the ones that are, you know, um, managing a transactions that can be challenging. I need to make sure that I step in if there's a gap that I can fill in. And um Every Monday is the busy day and Thursday is the busy day. And um, I also have a business recall because it's really important to have a business recall. So time management is very important to give time for your clients. Of course, some clients, first time home buyer. For me, the way I look at it is uh, you have 500 transactions worth 500,000 and a um, million dollar transaction is about the same process. Uh, different value of the compensation. However, real estate really is my uh, passion. It's not for me the way I look at it. It's the same transaction. Um, so I give my my time not just for high end clients, but first time home buyers that are buying, you know, uh, 
worth 200,000. I remember when, when I was still with Fumo Banker, I closed 7 million transaction in uh, my principal broker at that time bringing a champagne and I'm walking out in the door. It's like, where are you going there? And I'm like, I'm, I'm about to show property in Makaha. It's like, what? Yeah. But the way I look at it is the same thing. So uh, time management is very important. It's really a, a roller coaster career. Um, if you don't have a discipline, uh, time blocking, okay, you know what? Today is a sales conversion. Today I'm going to connect with this uh, person. This hour I'm going to be dedicated to this uh, area. Um, management, managing a brokerage firm, uh, business recall is very important. You got to make sure that where is the gap that, you know, what did I do today that I'm not happy about? You know, you have to continuously checking yourself and how you operate your business. hundred percent. So, I mean, you said it there a lot of times because, um, you know, a lot of people are in and out or on or in kind of the business. Um, so even though you are operating on and building an organization and a team and a business, you really actually pride yourself with the foundation of, of leading from the front and I guess showing the team how to do it through your own actions. Is that right? Absolutely. Until now, uh, as a principal broker running a brokerage firm, uh, I still show property to our clients. It doesn't matter. Like 200000 to a million. I close 4300000 million. The next day, I'm showing property 200000 in the money. So it's, it's, it's a, I need to be a model. You need to be a role model. You need to, to be, for me, the leader is not being at the back and pushing, you know, the best soldier. You need to be at the front the middle and at the back. You have to be flexible and you need to be there for your people and your clients. And there's a lot of definition of being a leader, but for me is business partner. If there's a flow of partnering from one another because we understand one another and we have the same mission and we have the same culture, then um, I, and I always say this to my, my, my people, there's no such a, a great team leader or great leader without uh, cooperation and uh, great followers. So we need to be partner on this. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and um, you know, I think you nailed it, that hard work is at the foundation, which, you know, I think you just absolutely emphasize and live that hard works at the foundation. And again, by leading from the front and what to do is amazing. So again, this whole episode is, is getting behind the curtain of, of Leanne Horosky, which is awesome. Um, we're going to dive into some cool things, but like, you know, there's so many ups and downs that we face. And again, a, a female in the sales industry, um, just an absolute lady leader, you know, I, like w- with the listeners, and again, we'll, we'll dive into some other topics, but like, what would be your, like one of your biggest failures, like, again, kind of gut punches. And then what would be like one of your biggest like victories where you're just, you know, everything kind of came to fruition and boom, you had that victory. I think the one of the biggest failure that I, I have is uh, when you get so busy and you neglect the other you know areas, which is uh, you you get comfortable sometimes. And for me, relationship is very important. So you have to maintain that relationship, whether to you know with your people, whether with the vendors that you're working with, uh, you know any entity that you're working with. Um, so do not neglect that relationship. It's just because, you know, your uh, expansion, you're, you're expanding and it's eating time. Make, make sure that 
you still connect with them. It's so easy to to lose that you know relationship that you build so long. Um, and the biggest success I have is as an immigrant, I would say, um, renounce my citizenship, work at the embassy, and they they expedite that. And um, I, I felt that having uh, I call it home in the United States and. Um, owning a piece of land, you know, and this is not the land that I was born and I actually would like to, um, again, that's one one of our platform education is, you know, we, we tend to, and we serve, I mean, a lot of us neglecting to own a properties and um, I felt that I set a print in this land, United States, I own this and open yeah. up this. So I think that's the biggest, you know, success I have. And that's, Awesome. And I, I absolutely love it. Um, and we're going to die actually with that. You kind of take us right into it. Like, um, we want to hear your story. Like we want to hear where you were born. Um, you know, for, for everyone listening, you know, Leanne's kind of been around the world and ended up in Hawaii and then is expanding kind of nationwide. So if, if you're cool, give us like the run through of your, you know, your quick upbringing, where you were born, what, what, what brought you internationally, what brought you to Hawaii, run us through that story. Okay, well, um, I came from a, a very humble, you know, beginning. I grew up in a farm without running water nor electricity until I'm 13 years old, uh, raised by an old lady, which is my grandmother. And that's one of the reasons why I have a, a old soul. Um, and uh, I got a scholarship. I got the scholarship program. I got in and started real estate business at age of 17 years old. Um, help different military, I was not military, but different um, embassies um, about, you know, acquiring a um, government housing. So I started in real estate at age of 17 years old. At first is uh, just marketing, creating brochures and flyers. And um, one day my uh, broker or owner of that uh, company kind of see my talent okay she's a people person and transferred me in sales department so uh been doing this for a long time uh more than 20 years if you combine that experience i had in philippines and um got a chance to work in u.s embassy and again renounce my citizenship and um i supposed to be in china after jakarta indonesia uh, however, my uh, partner at that time was able to get um, assignment in Hawaii and I was balancing Hawaii or, or China and I'm like, you know what, Hawaii is a great, <laughs> a great place, but um, came from a, a diverse uh, family that I understand different culture, we have a different, you know, dialect inside or lingo or language inside our household that it makes a, a huge, I would say, help connecting with different, you know, uh, people or different clients right now, uh, coming from a very diverse, you know, family. So. Awesome. Yeah. And so let's see, cause we're going to go into some business stuff. You hit, you land in Hawaii. <laughs> You're not licensed right at this time. So, you know, you've come from humble beginnings. You kind of went international, you end up in Hawaii your feet hit the ground in Hawaii, like run us through where you're like, I'm going to get my license. I'm going to build a team and I'm going to just take as much market share in Hawaii as I possibly can. What did that look like? Yeah. So I, I decided to uh, reinstate my license. I had license in DC before uh, obtaining that uh, work in U.S. Embassy in Jakarta, Indonesia. 
And um, I said, you know what? I will just reinstate my license uh, just for a short term, you know, until I get a job in U.S. Embassy in Thailand. I was like eyeing Thailand at the time. But uh, my first six months, I, I remember I was in the hotel and there's a real estate career night. And I said, you know what? I'm going to join that. And I figured, you know, I'm going to take, uh, you know, ground zero because Hawaii is quite different uh, than other states. We do have a different ownership in here. There's a Hawaii law, you know, collaborative general law. So I decided to just reinstate my license studying from ground zero. However, I drive around because product knowledge is very important. You need to have that. I study the history of Hawaii in that way, the culture, you know, and the history in that way I can connect with locals. I make friends with local and get the information as much as I can so that when I am explaining about the land, the ownership, the neighborhood, and um, working in the construction company before I can understand the, you know, the new build and the, the system they have, right? So... But the first six months is not easy. Uh, finding the connection, um, I use the connection I have by working um, in the embassy. I connected with different human resources, like please uh, connect me with someone that can help to build my career. Um, yeah, but the first six months, I I I closed decent amount of transactions. I would say uh, close to uh, forty transactions. My first six months. Um, Dang. That my my transition. So it's it's not easy. It's not easy. Okay. Don't don't be again. Just just the number when you're hearing the number or the social yep. media. It's it's the behind the behind the scene and uh, a lot of work and you need to put yourself out there. Um, I remember I was driving and see a couple wearing um military uniform. I just honk at them and I just give them my business card. I, I like. Keep in mind, we're in a road. I'm talking about I'm in a road. We're, we're like literally on the road, traffic sign, just haunt them and then give them my business card. Because if you want it so bad, you have to get it. You have yeah, to get it. Totally. Yeah. And it's, I think you, you did it perfectly to where I always tell people it's simple. You know what I mean? Like it's not easy. It's simple. Like, so having the, the guster or gusto to like just honk at someone and, and talk sales. That's that's the biggest thing of it. It's uh, real estate or sales is always going on around people. I think that a lot of times they're intimidated to, to speak up when they're new. But when you have a mission, like you said, and you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm starting here. I know where A is. I might be in C and I'm headed to Z. It really... You know, and and actually, we'll we'll hop into it. Like, I know you're very event focused. Like, you actually put on a lot of value based events. You speak to the bases. Again, English is not your primary, right? No, until now, I have a strong accent. People might not understand what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess it's a, a testament to where, like, um, you know, we do some briefings, but I mean, I know you're talking to hundreds of people every single week, like speaking in front of them. Um, run us through like your events. The, like how you look at bringing value into them, um, how you're okay putting yourself in front of, you know, hundreds of people every week. Yeah, I get it. It takes practice. You know, I just did it like, okay, you know what? I will be speaker today, right? <laughs> um, I, 
there's a lot of uh, things that happen behind the scene, talking myself uh, at the mirror, practicing, you know. Uh, so it takes practice. I attended a lot of, um, how do you call that, um, business coaching, how you can present. Um, also attended a Toastmasters, uh, being a member of Toastmasters. I highly, highly recommend because, um, again, it's not just about the language. Um, I have a thick accent, but I deliver the message the way I wanted to deliver it. And I felt that my audience absorbed that because I'm genuine and honest when I'm saying the word. And um, yeah, so I do believe that education is the key. So that's where I focus on. I do a lot of um, educations um, on post. You mentioned that. Um, I connect with the right people. Hey, please use me. I I own multiple homes. I want to show them how to achieve it. And um, I'm running a real estate business now. Um, anyone that would like to get the best training that I can offer, um, my door is open. So basically just offering your service to be the presenter you know and that's what i do there's no such a secret of how come this person is very successful in what they do it, they just know how to put themselves out there and i thought that if you figure that out and you present yourself in a way that okay i'm here being honest and genuine that i just wanna you know um i just wanna give what i can give to the community so um, we do have, I would say three times in a month, we have a public seminars and weekly I do a educations for our service members, um, that part of military, you know, department and um, not just DOD, um, anyone that need, you know, my assistance to present about home ownership. Um, we expanded now, we, we partner up with Westpac, the financial institution that, you know, create like state planning, uh, partner up with a tax, you know, strategy, uh, CPA, public accountant that can teach about tax strategy because we need that for exchanges. And it's uh, education, you know, you need to have continuing education. It doesn't matter how successful you are. It doesn't matter how multiple like times you own your purchase, you do exchanges, real estate law, it changed about four to five times in a year. So it's really important that we have that continuing education, uh, not just as an educator, but also public, right? So uh, we need to continue learning and that way we can deliver that education message to the public and consumers. 100%. Yeah, I think Tony Robbins says that someone asked him how he can speak in front of so many people. And he says, because I'm here for you. I'm here to help you not help myself. So I think you, yeah, you nailed it on in terms of being just service and value driven, which is awesome. Okay, so you come from an awesome background, you, you come here, you get into real estate, you're doing well, you start at Coldwell Banker, I will I, I will use a company name here every once in a while when we're just saying where you were. So you started at Coldwell. Um, run us through like that quick career. And then we know that you branched off and wanted to start your own brokerage, which, you know, some of us listening have gone this path and we've learned the fun way and the not so fun way, which is the same way. Uh, run, run us through that process, what that looks like. Um, and and the I guess the opening the brokerage, the the learning lessons that were actually involved there. Absolutely. So um, I really appreciate everything I've learned from Coldwell Banker, right? So I, I felt like they have a great, you know, resource and, and tools. And 
every entity have different ways. So at the end of the day, it's on you, to be honest with you. Uh, there are, you know, entities that I would say will help for your expansion. So you have to do your own diligence. So for me, when I branch out, I said, you know what? I want to experience having my own brokerage firm, right? I'll, for me, I, I again, I love the process. So for me, I just need to go through with the process. And we're doing well. We're doing well as a standalone small boutique, you know, company and having uh, people that are willing to be intern within your company just to get that training, it says a lot, you know, meaning you have some value that you can bring in the table that people are attracted to, right? So um, it's not easy. Again, you need to have that, you know, finance and operations background. And if you are a, a salesperson that you just want to focus on sales production, I don't think uh, this can be for you. Uh, there's a lot of uh, sleepless nights, uh, you know, administrative stuff. You need to understand the liabilities, legalities aspect of running a brokerage firm. Um, every day I have to talk to attorney if we're doing it right, uh, making sure that we have the right, you know, forms and disclaimers and disclosures and all of this uh, uh, things that, you know, it comes with running a brokerage firm because you're not just protecting yourself and your company, but you need to protect the people working for you, including Running a employee is not that easy. Not that easy. Um, having a um, financial advisor that will help you and guide you, a CPA that will teach you about the rules and having employees. So that back end is not easy. So if you want to get the experience running a brokerage firm, absolutely. But if it's not for you, if you're a top agent that you just want to sales, you just want to uh, deliver that home ownership to individual that you want to help with and uh, when it comes to the expansion and you know and that's one of the reasons why I, I decided to you know join you guys and merge and um, one of the reasons why um, I, I thought that this is the wise wise decision is because of the expansion that I'm doing uh, the tools and the resource that, you know, uh, you don't have to go through with a ground, ground zero, like process. Every state is different. And having a company that settled in one state that can guide you in terms of, okay, uh, you have people, this is the system that you can implement. Uh, these are, it, it's such a, a big help, you know, um, California, for example, it's, it's a different uh, system they have in there. It doesn't matter if you have a 10 years background as a principal broker, you still have to go through with the broker licensing yep. process. And you need to hang your license in the entity for at least uh, six months to 18 months before you can acquire or pay your uh, real estate brokerage firm. You know, so in Nevada, when you're licensed in Hawaii for more than three years, you can just get the state law and pass that. So every state is different. So understanding the, the state that you're heading to, um, partnering with the right people when it comes to expansion is really crucial. So uh, do your own diligence, uh, learning about what is the value of this entity that will bring to my team and to my expansion with my vision that I want to accomplish. I, I believe it's very, very important. For sure. I think it all, I think the book is the, it's the who there's who problems and you got to solve them. And it's so critical. 
who you bring into your team, internal, who you who you plug in with. Um, so yeah, so like running the brokerage, it just is 75% of things you don't want to deal with and 25% of things that you do. Um, you know, I, we went through the hard path as well. What what would be like the number one number one piece of advice you would say to someone saying, I'm opening up my own brokerage? What would be like the number one piece of advice for that person? Understanding what you really want in life <laughs> and understanding who you are. Because um, if you know that, you know, again, my my strength, I know my strength is sales and marketing. My strength is branding. Um, one of my weakness is the backend. I don't like, man, I don't like, okay, writing a check um paying conference i mean that i love my people i i will go through with the process um understanding what you really want to accomplish what is really your goal um i think it's very important and understanding what you have to go through understanding uh about the state where you want to open your shop um having the right people with you because you need to have an attorney cpa finance advisor you need to have a mentor everyone needs a mentor so uh you have to be humble enough to determine what is your strength and weakness and if it makes sense to even open a brokerage firm and run a brokerage firm um start from there yeah and everything will follow <laughs> Absolutely. It, it's, it's definitely an internal, but I, I think like, you know, I'm not sure if with you, like there was growth there, like dealing with this thing. And, and it's like, I always call it my million dollar learning lesson. Like, but I, I, I'd say, did you grow from the experience? Oh, absolutely. I became, I didn't know that I can do finances. You know, I don't like that. I didn't know that I can deal with the vendors. I don't like talking to contractor like, you know, I'm here in my office right now. I have to talk with the contractor installing AC and stuff like that. I don't like doing that stuff. Yeah. Um, the growth of uh, discipline, the growth of, uh, you know, control, uh, because you want to get upset, but you cannot because it's not, you're running a brokerage firm that you need to be stable. Um, so I, I, I felt that it expanded my, my personal growth when it comes to having the self, uh, discipline control and ignoring the noise outside and just be focused and, um, learning, you know, what to say and what not to say. Um, even though you really want to say it so bad when you oh, want to drop that word, <laughs> you just want to drop it so bad, but, yeah. uh, yeah, so I, I I felt that I, you know, it does help me and mold me to become more stronger and wiser um, running a, you know, a brokerage firm. And I'm ready for expansion. I'm really, you know, excited with this, uh, what I have going on. And it's so easy to misled by, you know, what we see right now and stuff like that. But what what they know is your plan. So stay focused and be consistent with that. A hundred percent. Okay. So, uh, you did like, you did make a transition. Let's hear quickly what you were looking at. I think you said it perfectly. It's like, if you want to discover who you are or what you want, it's, that is a critical statement. Um, you're, you're running your own brokerage. Explain the transition. What did you see? 
Um, we can kind of breeze through that. And then we want to hear more about your expansion plans. Again, you do a lot of work with DOD briefings, education nationwide. Um, explain like what you were looking for and why the transition made sense for you. So um, I'm trying to expand in a way to deliver this, uh, you know, platforms we have the education to different states. And if we can get the 50 states, the better. Yeah. Uh, it's a process. Um, however, my my mission is to de deliver the platform we have because we have something great going on right now and um, create a demand for it because we do believe in what we do, which is the education. Um, and we want to enlighten the, the public about the value of real estate and home ownership. This is not just a home, but it's there's a finance aspect behind on that home ownership. So um yeah i i would like to expand and start with california we have a team in california now and it's continuously growing we started our educations in there we started doing the community projects which is by the way we do we do have helping ohana i am a founder of this nonprofit. uh we did a lot of great big projects in hawaii i mean uh, the project we had last year with Untrafficked Against Human Trafficking is such a big event that even the president of Untrafficked from D.C. flew out and, you know, uh, came here in Hawaii and, you know, joined us in that event. So, um, you know, Helping Ohana, the project that we're doing is Combat for a Cause for Marines in uh, California, uh, service members and their family dependents. So we will continue doing what we're doing and we are hoping to do that in other states as well. That's awesome. What's, the, what's that? Are you with me, Travis? I'm with you. That And and I guess like this, uh, the whole purpose of, you know, bringing people into this is, you know, getting to know the, the adversity. So I love adversity. And just like you said, you call it the process. Um, but it's getting to know the people behind the people because it's like I think so many people see exactly what you said, social media, they see all these pretty things. But like when you actually get to meet people, learn who they are, learn what makes them, what drives them, people are just so much more amazing than, than you ever imagined. And I think a lot of our listeners are going to be super excited about like how strong of a female in, in business and life that, that you are. And we're excited to see your expansion. So um, we can either kind of talk more about the California expansion, why you're starting there. And then we want to hear like your why, what, what drives you to, you know, build this amazing world for yourselves and, and other people. So really my why is when I, uh, you know, when, when from that the humble, humble beginning that doesn't have home, you know, I, when I delivered that home ownership to my grandmother at the age of 19 years old, the person who raised me, that is my why. Uh, growing up in a farm without any assistance, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I uh, created this um, form, this Helping Ohana, because I want to show up to those people that, you know, that needs a support. They have talent, they're um, smart enough, but there is no support. That's why I created and, and uh, formed this nonprofit. So my why really is um, lack of education. That's why a lot of people doesn't own a property. So um, my biggest why is to get better and to get bigger so that I can be there for young children that, you know, that's still there where I came from. And I want to pull them out because they're smart, they're talented. There's just no road for them to you know get out of that situation 
Um, that's my biggest why. A lot of people questioning is like, oh, you're 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 you don't have family dependence, you're single. Why do people like working? They don't know I have so many kids. <laughs> so yeah. many. I have so many children back home that I'm helping. And um it's so easy for us to see again what we see, you know, when they see me like dress up with high heels and stuff like that. But there's more behind that land, not just that you know um yeah so i have a lot of children that i'm helping and that is my biggest why i want to get better and get bigger for them awesome uh, which yeah go ahead no go it's all you yes yeah, so uh california one of the reasons why we started because um they just show up they need me so when they when they send the message we need you to be here once a month and i said okay you know what might as well to uh, create a team because I will not be able to function 100% if I don't have a team. So for those of you that will be hearing this uh, coffee talk with Travis, with my non-fat latte extra hot, if you're in California, partner up with us because we have plenty of people to work with. We need to grow our team to help the clients we have. So hundred percent, which is awesome. So, so many cool things, B basically building a road for those that don't have a way out, I think is a, is an awesome, amazing why. And, and your why is what drives you. Um, you know, we won't talk too much. We don't have to talk too much. Uh, so California is next on the list because you have some roots there. Um, and then I know you have other states coming down the pipeline strategically for you and you're kind of growing around the needs and and getting pulled into different directions on this education based. Um, as we kind of wrap up, like you know, there's a there's a listener listening to you right now, like that's really intrigued with what you're doing, who you are. What would be like one piece of advice for that person? Like, what's the biggest piece of advice for somebody just hearing this, like new in the business or new in sales? What would you want them to know? You have, again, learned back to that uh, discussion we have earlier, uh, learning about yourself. You know, uh, you have to be humble enough to understand who you are. If this is the right fields for you, are you wasting your time trying to make it if this is not the fields for you? Because it's not for everyone. This career is not for everyone. Um, you know, finding the right team is very important. Leadership and mentorship, you know, it, platforms, uh, cloud-based company is great. Um, if you don't have that mentorship and leadership that will guide you um, to build that core to, uh, you know, overcome the obstacles in the daily basis of doing a, a real estate business is really crucial. So you need to find the right mentor right partner right team so that um you have the right platform right crms right entity and you have the right team you will succeed in this business boom self-discipline self-discipline is very very powerful self-discipline it comes with knowledge it comes with confidence because without self-discipline you will not gain that knowledge you will not get gain that confidence so you need to have a self-discipline. It's so easy to get distracted in life with that temporary joy that when you look on the other side, okay, I will just do that because it will bring joy, but that's not a long-term. So you have to determine the long-term and the temporary one. 
100%. (laughs) The focus, focus and endurance. Mike Tyson said it on discipline. I actually just saw it like two days ago. Discipline is doing what you hate doing and it's doing it like you love it. And I was like, that's a, that's a good way to say it. And it's the most rewarding, isn't it, though? Once once you attain whatever you attain and you're doing it because you don't like what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't like it, but you attain it because of that discipline. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get misconstrued of, um, like you said, getting distracted because it's like climbing a mountain is difficult. It's hard. It's not easy. And so you need to make sure if climbing mountains is right for you, just like you said. But when it starts... The discipline is what gets you up there. And again, it's it's not easy. It's simple. Um, but that's so cool, Leanne. Um, you know, you are an absolute joy to have on the show. I think, um, you know, we'll probably do a round two later on. Um, where can when, where can listeners find you? Like, you know, social media online. What are some of your tags? And we'll also drop them in the link as well. Absolutely. So my my Instagram social media, it's so easy. Karoski Homes going to be team Harassi Homes now with EXP. So excited uh, because we're ready to expand. And Travis said he's with me. So are you with me, Travis? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. <laughs> and visit the, the website. It's explorehawaiihomes.com and explorecaliforniahomes.com. So those are the two top um, sites that we have. We have Harofsky Luxury Homes website as well. So you can just Google me, Leanne Harofsky. Everything is online now. Beautiful. <laughs> I awesome. about myself two weeks ago about Leanne Harofsky. So you can Google yourself. You should try it. <laughs> just, just for fun. Yes. You, you Actually, you've got to audit yourself on Google every six months to make sure there's not heinous stuff on there um luckily i I haven't found stuff i don't think i found anything terrible on you either so congratulations um but leanne thank you so much for your time again we're gonna have a a 201 talk later on uh once you get plugged in expand some more Uh, i know our listeners want to hear more about you know what makes you tick who you are and what you've accomplished even from now um so again remember that coffee is always for closers thanks again leanne for coming on and uh stay tuned thank you so much travis for having me All right. Thank you. Enjoyed this episode of Coffee for Closers? Subscribe to the show anywhere you find podcasts and follow Collab Agents on social at Collab Agents.